Do I need to sit close to Trevor or are we good now? Oh, you're recording no. this now, aren't you? Yeah, of course I am. <laughs> am I good enough here? I don't know. We'll soon find out. We'll ask okay. the audience. Is he good enough here? Can your arm, can your arm reach Ziggy, Zaggy, the hashtag. Is Stephen good enough here? But I think, quite frankly, you're close enough. Yes, right? well... The we boundaries just, are there. Can I just explain? We're sitting at the end can of a cul-de-sac. Can we start the show first? Well, this is the start of the show. Okay, right. And we're at the end, sitting at the end of a cul-de-sac in Barangaroo on a park bench on a Friday afternoon. If this was night time, people would be yeah. asking questions. <laughs> not big time. Well, mate, the vote, they voted yes the other day. We're good. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 323. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Online, just news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Stephen, as you've rightly pointed out, we are sitting on a park bench in the open air. It's a beautiful day, a little bit overcast, but uh, we've just had uh, an afternoon with Vodafone, a uh, Christmas drinks. So I'm sure they'll be the same for Telstra and Optus coming up over the weeks ahead. Yep. Big Christmas party season. But we are here to talk technology. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense. We'll tell you about them shortly. But, Steve, I want to kick off with uh, Telstra. I had to check my calendar today, this, this week, to check it wasn't April the 1st. Uh-huh. Telstra... Un, un, unlimited. Telstra Unlimited. Those words do not roll off the tongue not, very easily, Stephen. they used in the same sentence very often, if at all. No. And, and so what they announced this week was that their broadband customers uh, paying $99 or more would get unlimited data. Home broadband unlimited data. Now, there's two big things about this. Firstly, it's unlimited. That's not, not usable for Telstra. But it's still 99 bucks and above. Yeah. yeah. Sec- everyone below that gets double the data they've got now. Yeah. Okay? Second thing is they automatically applied it to everyone. You don't have to ring up and get it. You don't have to ask. They just automatically that, applied it to every customer, which is so untelco-like. Yeah, it is, because normally if there's a deal to be had, you've got to sort of chase them up to get on it yeah. rather than them doing you the favour, yeah. doing oh, you the courtesy. Massive respect for Telstra to, for good. doing that um, yeah. and for really looking after their customers. This is, in an MBN world, the most important thing they had to do because people today are shopping. They're shopping around because it's a once in a pretty much lifetime opportunity for customers to change telcos. The NBN comes, you start getting letters from different telcos, no matter who you're with. And before, you were with Telstra before, weren't you? Yeah. On a cable. Yep. So you're on that same cable with another company. Yeah. So you would have, would you have got the unlimited, at the, you've got unlimited now on the NBN. No, I don't. Oh, you don't? No, I'm limited to, a ter- to two terabytes. Oh, two terabytes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, you'll never go near two terabytes. Mate, seriously. Might as well be I think it might only be one terabyte. I don't go near it. Yeah, I don't yeah. need it. I don't need that much data. But the point is that you get a letter saying, you know, the NBN's ready. You get, um, you know, you get that incentive to change telcos. And if you're, if you're inclined to look around, welcome to the wind. Yeah. If you're inclined to look around, you're going to start seeing unlimited deals. And you go, oh, maybe I want that. And so Telstra, just the numbers again, which I only talked about last week, I think. There's 40,000 households every week connecting to the NBN. That's, if you look at Telstra as having, let's say, 40% market share, let alone 50, that's 20,000 Telstra customers every week that could potentially change carriers. Now, if they lose one of them, let alone 5,000 of them, that's bad, bad, bad for Telstra. So so they really needed to be competitive because other telcos have had unlimited data for years. And Telstra stepping into it now, and with the NBN offering as well, 
And the reason that they said, I think, the 40% increase in traffic on their fixed net Streaming, yeah. The streaming streaming data's gone Netflix up. Netflix and Stan, and we're the two-thirds of our entertainment is streaming now. And it tells, so essentially, for me, I don't believe it's a, tel- it's a customer acquisition strategy. I don't think it's they're trying to win. Retention that's strategy. correct. It's all about yes. making sure people don't leave Telstra. Yeah. And and I think that's a smart move. It's the only thing they had to do. But what was interesting to me, I've got to be honest, is I I misread the markets. I I hadn't realised how many were offering unlimited, to be honest. Yeah. I knew that TPG and Internode and Dodo were offering unlimited. I'd forgotten that Amazing were offering unlimited. I'd forgotten that Optus were doing unlimited. Yeah, but, yeah, but unlimited, like, I guess, this, this, here's the two parts of the, of the thing you've got to look at. Yeah, it, it's okay to have unlimited, but if the network's terrible, unlimited is really not much value, is it? And the second point to that is, yeah. if the network's great, and everyone goes unlimited, the, the telco and the, Phil Britt from Aussie Broadband said this to me, and it, it stuck with me. He said, "I said, why don't you offer unlimited plans?" He goes, "Mate, because if we limit everyone to a terabyte, I can average out usage. I can understand what people's patterns will be. Yeah. But when they're unlimited, we have no way of forecasting usage, so we can't plan for that backhaul, the CVC capacity that's critical to the NBN yeah. speeds. So I'm worried." that Telstra customers will experience slower speeds in peak hour because everyone's unlimited and it slows yeah. the network down. But isn't, isn't like you said, you, with Aussie Broadband, you used to get one terabyte or two terabytes? One terabyte. One terabyte. Like the, you can pay more so that's 1,000 gigabytes you get. Yes. But if you offer an average family one terabyte, they're, they're probably not going to get through half of that, no, three it, quarters of that. And mate, I reckon so you, that might as well be unlimited. Telstra's got the data to say that, that they've been offering a terabyte for, for ages. They know that people aren't using it. So that what they've basically done is, is take a risk and say, look, if we offer unlimited, we know that the usage might go up a bit, but it won't go up too bad. But it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the heavy users that are the worry, the people that want to torrent, that, that want to do whatever it is that's going to chew down the data. Are they going to bring down the network? A terabyte? I no, worry that's about like, that. That's like, mate, it's not. What's the closest you have been when you were with I've Telstra? Come the 900 and stuff, yeah, right. easy. Yeah. But that's r- rare. No, but, and that's, but that's before streaming a lot of content. You've got to look at the streaming that's happening now, did and you, it's, it's did growing. You, did you try Telstra before you went to the two? No, Aussie I did not try Telstra so on the NBN. No. Never gave him a chance, eh? No. Just give a guy a chance, mate. No, why? Well, I'm just, what have they ever done for me? I don't know. Well, they've provided you with internet for so many years. Yeah, but I had to pay through the nose for it. Okay. So just so mate, I, I made a commitment your, to test the market. In your area have good Telstra NBN coverage, or you don't know. I, I've I've not had massive complaints about Telstra's coverage, so it looks okay. And the other thing is, here's Telstra's cunning strategy around the NBN, because of the ACCC action we talked about last week, and you know the way the plans have all re, re, been rejigged anyway. They do not mention speed anywhere on their website in, in the critical information summary they do not talk about plans being speed tiers they talk about them being nbn fast nbn and ultra fast nbn and then in the critical information summary it says in peak times on the ultra fast you could experience speeds from 60 meg up so they're basically saying that 60% of the available speed is what they're able to deliver and i just go wow they really Okay. That's they're actually it, they're, 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 they're the, unders. Is this since the ACCC action, or it's, it's, this yeah, it's, been it's the pretty case. much part of this that. This is yep. a result. That's of that. right. Yep. So they're covering the it's the cover of your ass time sort of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. So and let, let me let me get onto that ACCC action while we're talking about it because I had we talked about it last week in big in a big way, but the letters have started going out. So I was sent like ten letters yesterday from Telstra customers, and it's very interesting to read them. Um, it says you know you're entitled to a refund. Um, one guy yesterday said it's a $151 refund. And it actually then, de- this is what's amazing, right? It details quite specifically their NBN connection. It says, we sold you or you signed up to a 100 slash 40 NBN plan. Your home is only capable of, and it's like a mail merge, insert data here. And it says 
to the to the kilobit. It says your comb is capable of 61.231 megabits per second and uploads 26.2. Like it's to the decimal wow. point. And so it's it's information that the public have never had up until now for a start. <coughs> and it's really valuable information because then the, the what you get the option to do is A, downgrade to the slower speed and cop the refund. So they can just credit that to your account. Correct. B, cop the refund and, swi- and switch away from Telstra. No questions asked, no contract, dis- no contract disconnection mm-hmm. fee, right? And, and three, stay on your plan, nothing to do, nothing to say. Now, here's the thing. I got another one last night that said, and this bloke actually sent smiley face. He, he's paying for 100 slash 40, and the data from the NBN and Telstra says his home is capable of 98.3 and 42 uploads. What? And, he's, he, and he's been offered he a, like, he's money. been offered a fifty dollar refund. <laughs> really? Because it's only two megabits per second lower. Because when they originally sold it, they failed to put the words up to. Oh. It was sold as one hundred slash forty, and not the up to one hundred. So, but he's got more in the uploads. He owes them money now, doesn't he? I think so too. <laughs> well, let's split it. What was the refund? Fifty? Just give him twenty five. And so, so that guy would take option three. He'd go, well, I'm, I'm happy to stay with you. I'm happy with the speeds. I don't need the so, refund. I'm going to stay. That's impressive that Telstra, even at that level, you you wouldn't think that that person would have got, but you, apart from the words up to, to, you wouldn't think they would have gone to that level. So if you got 99.9, mm. they would have sent you a letter. Mate, Narky McNarky, general public man, <laughs> who's doing his speed tests and continuously no, that, coming up with, mate, ferry, don't get me started on the, the new ferry. ferry. Do not get me started. <laughs> Ian, Ian, was his name Ian Keenan? It wasn't he supposed to be the name of the ferry? I, digressing I heavily. I here. genuinely don't want to talk about it. Okay. Because I'm angry. Ferry McFerry face. Very angry about it's it. Just a cop out on a pop out on the British name, wasn't it? They, Mate, they copied that. There was a public survey done yeah. in which the criteria were very clear. <laughs> These three categories, and they set the public survey up yeah. to avoid that sort of shitty name, and right? And they happened, and they proved it. It didn't happen, mate. The the panel, the the esteemed panel of judges, did not choose Ferry McFerry face. Andrew Constance went, you know what, bugger it, we'll call it that. Yeah. Idiot. Anyway. Well, so Narky McNarky, who actually won the vote for the uh, correct. ferry. Narky McNarky yeah. is sitting there doing speed test after speed test at home, and he's getting yeah. 98, 99, yeah. and he's ringing Telstra going, you sold me 100. That's why they have to send those letters to everyone. Yeah. So that when Narky McNarky rings the ACCC, they can say, you were given the option for yeah, a refund. Okay. Fair enough. Well, they're, they're, they've got a... You know, had hat off to Telstra. They've, they've taken their their licks. They've taken their responsibility. And they won't and be the last. Something about it. Yeah. The, the good thing is, if yeah, you receive the next telcos come out. Well, it won't be long. It won't, it won't be long, mate. It yeah. can't be. So the good thing is now all those customers have now got the data about their home speed mm. that no one else has, which I'm calling on the NBN to release. I think the NBN should release that data. When you go to the NBN website and type in your address, you should see when it's coming. You should see what technology you're getting. And if it's available, it should say what technology you're getting and what speeds you can yeah, get. They can, that can only be an estimate, really, can't no, it? No, they don't know no. the state of the copper or anything? Like no, that no, no. Really? Hang on, stop you. So as soon as the NBN... I'm not saying put it up now for you because it's yeah, not at your house. Not at as soon as the NBN is serviceable in your uh, area, okay. they do an estimate. Yes. Okay, they do an estimate yeah. based on distance and those things. As soon as a connection is made... Yeah. They can they can get a genuine speed. Makes sense. So I like the idea that you know Joe Bloggs, who's just got an email from Telstra, give him one hundred fifty bucks. Is he Narky McNarky's neighbour? No, Joe Bloggs is a lovely bloke. Um, <laughs> he he's he said he can get sixty up to and up to twenty six six up, uploads. He can now ring other telcos and say, you know what, I want the fifty plan. Or he can find other telcos offering one hundred plans cheaper, and he can go the hundred plan and get his maximum of sixty. Because you've got to remember, if you yeah. can get sixty and you sign up to fifty, you're not going to get you're going to get forty five yes. because you never get 
the uh, the ag- total detail, yeah. and and you're you're losing headroom that you had. See, I would pay the extra money to get to because the, the six. Yeah, yeah fair, totally. Fair enough. No, I agree. I think. See, the, the whole the, by putting speeds on the tiers, that's what's causing the the disruption. Oh, let's People, not get started about it know, again. Like having, but just before you just got the internet. And if you got a good speed, then well and good. If you didn't, then that's just how it is. It, now it's you can totally choose speed correct. tiers, and it's just become so confusing. Look at Telstra. They didn't wish there was all these different speed tiers. Yeah. So it's Very much you so. just get what you get. And if you, if you suppose if you happen to live in an area where you get a high speed, then good luck. Let's just roll on through, Stephen. Make my editing life easier because okay, we're sitting so in a no park. Two blokes talking tech. ba doo ba doo bum That was the world's lowest sting, by the way. <laughs> But uh, Australia's got a world first. We love Australian world firsts. And this world first off, uh, this involves... Is world, this is a world first podcast recording yeah, at Barangaroo. I think, I think it would be. Uh, and the world first is uh, Gymkit, which is an Apple Watch uh, technology that was introduced... Oh, yeah, thanks, BMW X6 NARC. Good on you. What's his number plate? C what? CZL36. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take it easy. I think I know that person. Oh, yeah, no, sure. anyway. What was I saying? The gym kit, yeah, was introduced at the Worldwide Developers Conference. This is an Apple Watch technology that enables the Apple Watch to pair with cardio equipment in a gym. So, you know, you think about it now, you get into the gym, you hop on a treadmill, you look on your on your watch, you hit, okay, treadmill, workout, start, and then off you go. Now what you can do, and Fitness First is the first gym chain in the world to operate with uh, gym kit. Now, when you walk along to into their cardio area and their techno gym, that's the brand, their treadmills, ellipticals, indoor bikes and stair machines, you walk up to it with your Apple Watch, like you're making a payment, you just you put your watch against it, it pairs your watch to the machine. So what your, your data, so your heart rate and all of that, the machine receives and the, the machine's data, like your speed, your distance and your pace and all that, the Apple Watch receives. So both ways, you're both receiving data that would be useful for your own uh, exercise and fitness goals and really sort of showcases that Apple Watch with the latest update really became a better sports watch. And this, I think, takes it to the next level. And good to see Aussies were first to do it. It's amazing that Australia gets it first, given how big the deal was. Like, Tim, the the, the, Apple, the WWDC announcement was a big deal. Yep. And so I like the idea that basically you, you're letting two machines share data, machine being yep. the Apple Watch and the gym equipment, because the gym equipment... You know, most gym equipment, as if I'd know, um, has has the heart rate thing, you know, built in. You've got to have, hold your hands hold on it. Hand on a hand, and I think the idea of your you heart rate... on a treadmill. It's a bit hard to do that on a treadmill. Correct. You can, but it's hard to do Correct. it. So with this, with this, your heart rate is being sent to the machine yeah, right. and the machine sending data to your, to your watch. Correct. That's it. So if you're doing a treadmill and you put it in like an incline mode, so which just increases the, the friction, doesn't it? It kind of makes it harder to walk. Yeah, so the incline makes it harder there. Then that information counts in your in your health yeah. app as being, you know, um, flights and altitude. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's well, actually... It's a pretty amazing amount of data that you can now get from a gym session Absolutely. on an Apple Watch. Well, the thing, the thing with it now, it offers you that accuracy where, you know, anyone, if, if you're trying to train to a certain intensity. So say you're a, I'll give you two examples. Say you're a, just someone who wants to so lose a bit of weight, stay in shape. You need to sort of operate at intensity A. 
right? So between this heart rate and that heart rate. If you if you're running the marathon, you want to operate up, you know, at a higher intensity for longer periods. So two different people could be using the same machine and the machine through your Apple Watch giving it the heart rate, it can then instruct you, okay, we need to slow things down a bit here to keep you in the zone. Right. Rather than you looking at your watch all the time, thinking, oh, hang on, I'm doing too fast, I've got to slow down. Now the machine has this data, it can then put you at the right pace that you have to be. And others might argue that machines can be, you know, you can go and you can say I'm uh, 100 kilos and yeah. I'm 778. Well, you can do all that, but, but now, yeah. this is just making it simpler, essentially. Absolutely, but, but, but the accuracy is like never before, but also have that intuity now for the machine to know okay this is what you're trying to achieve you need to do this and because it can read a live heart rate from you it can help you do that a bit more accurate off the watch so it's exciting I think that to see that well fitness first are going to have it I think first at Bondi Junction no, Bond, Bond Street in the Bond city, Street in the city then Bondi, Bondi Junction. Junction there's Bron here Barangaroo as well as well there's a gym here and then Richmond, Richmond. and Melbourne yeah that's it so and you know what there's going to be, be a whole others. there's going to yeah. be a whole new level of gym rage but, but you know, do you other, know what it's going to be what's that? gym kit rage gym kit rage I think Not big, roid rage. big fat ugly bloke with no Apple Watch on the, on the only Apple Watch treadmill <laughs> you're <laughs> like mate mate go to the other treadmill <laughs> Hey, fat side. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got an Apple Watch. Give me yeah, that one. get off, Don't mate. you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. Unless unless every machine is going to yeah, be... Good luck getting them to yeah, tech, upgrade every single techno machine. Techno Gym is the brand that, that Fitness First has got. But I remember seeing the slide at uh, Worldwide Developers Conference. There was all the major brands that make this car. Yeah, name name a few others, mate. Life Cycle is one. There is uh, another one now that I'm struggling to remember. But the one that we've got at home is Aldi. Aldi, yeah, the Aldi. I think it's an Aldi brand, but it's no, an elliptical. Life cycle there. Oh, mate, there's so many more. But there was a whole slide full of them. Anyway, Am I better off doing an hour on an elliptical than an hour walking out in the in the open air? Um, depends on what you want to do. If you want to lose weight, then I just want to just want to move more. Move more? Well, get more steps then either, either way. Probably the, probably walking, get more steps up. Thanks, good. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Two blokes talking tech details. Yeah. Techguide.com.au and EFGM.com. Um, Stephen, while you uh, dig up the um, Hisense advertisement, hello, welcome. I've got it right. Oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Ba-da-ba-bum. <laughs> You I can think we see. should take people's voice bites. If you if you want to tell yeah. us whether or not you think I should do live uh, vocal <laughs> stings, uh, send us a voice bite, hashtag Ziggy Zag. All you do is download the voice bite app like millions of people around the world will be doing to <laughs> engage with iHeartRadio. Yeah. Um, like, no, I shouldn't put that on the list, mate. But um, yeah. anyway, download the voice bite app and you can send us a 15-second. Basically, you can bag Stephen in 15 seconds. And Trevor. And Trevor as well. Oh, people aren't going to want to do that. No, not at all. But no, no, good tell idea. us about Heisen. Download voice bite. Uh, yeah, well, you can see the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense. They're a sponsor of the World Cup, by the way, too. And how good is it? The Socceroos are going to Russia. The all-new Hisense Series 7. Do you like that ad lib? The all-new Hisense Series 7 is back with features consumers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With Hisense ULED, Australian customers will have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is the result of internationally patented technology to bring the best out of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution, HDR+, wide colour gamut and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens up Netflix to 4K HDR. You can also view Stan, Freeview Plus and YouTube all built in. And with the Hisense interface, customising your TV to your viewing habits has never been easier thanks to the handy ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in a range of sizes, including 50, 55, 65, and a huge 75 inches. See one for yourself today at your local electronics retailer, Hisense. See the incredible. 
Check it out. Uh, now, Stephen, um, let me ask you a very personal question. Very, very personal question. Have you ever watched Netflix in a public toilet? Uh, no, I have never, not. I mean, I just, whether it's even at office, you know, let's class an office as a public toilet. Even when I worked in an office and yeah. I was wasting time just trying not be at my desk, who's, who's watching Netflix yeah. in the toilet well, at work or in the park or yeah. what the hell? Eight well, percent of Aussies, yeah, which have is above watched, the global average, which is seven percent, yeah. have watched Netflix in a public in bathroom toilet. in a dunny. Dunny, dunny you reckon, viewing. Are you wearing headphones? Like, what if the next person in the next cubicle is? A, I mean, it's just weird. No, but I think if you're uh, if you've ever been that person waiting to use a cubicle, and you're thinking, what the hell's taking so long here? That maybe the person inside I never stand and wait. That's oof, the no. person inside might might have got up to a really good bit on in Netflix and on their show, and they're, they're thinking, hang on, I'm uh, I'm just going to wait until this good bit, and then I'm going to finish passes. up. Yeah, passes passes through. <laughs> but look, but this 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 is a result of a Netflix survey that they did about public binging, and we all know that the Netflix app you can download to your device at home and then watch it on the plane or on your commute and all that. Yeah. And naturally, planes was I think the highest uh, place, the, the most popular place. Sixty one percent of people on planes, but fifty nine percent of people uh, admit, admitted um, had had watched Netflix out of home, and yeah, that yeah. was interesting to me because I don't know whether I thought it was higher or lower, but a lot of people have said to me I've never watched it anywhere but on my TV. But so I don't think 59% is a, is a high number. I think that's expected because especially with commute, it's like 34% of people have watched Netflix well, on their commute. When's the last time you were on a train? Fair dinkum. Hey, 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 hey. No, it's no, in the you, last month I, or so. I catch the trains fairly often. Not, not to work. I, you know, when I need to go into the city for meetings and launches and stuff. Imagine catching the train to work. It's downstairs, mate. Yeah, exactly How right, much money no, have you got right. to get in a train? <laughs> or is it one of those ones like on the stairs when you get old? Because you're old. Have you got no, one of those seats no, that you know, take I you down do the not. stairs? I'm not old. I'm not much, much older than you. Not much. The, uh, the whole thing, I might, might, I'll, I'll leave this with you, okay? To this raise is my your attitude about century. work, okay? Work is a thing you do, not a place you go. Oh, very. So are we that, doing one of those? Use podcasts? that how you those want. Those podcasts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another two stars. But uh, the, the, you look at people on a, on a commute. So you, you like I catch a, a train at 9 o'clock to go into the city, right? And 90% of people on that train are commuters. They do this yeah. every day. And you see them, all of them, looking down at a screen. You don't see many newspapers. You don't see many books. No. You see iPads. You see phones. You see people looking, viewing stuff. The headphones in, watching a video of something. So uh, it's it's it, these these the stats are not surprising at all. And, and uh, even on the plane, I always preload shows to watch on a flight like all the travel we do long flights I've watched entire series on flight let me Ozark was a great recommendation I gave to you yeah. I watched that on one trip yeah, the I whole 10, I, I watched 10 episodes let me ask you this question unrelated uh, but broadly um, how many nights do you reckon you've spent away from home this year on, on trips oh, a lot a no, no make a guess have a, a guess I reckon I reckon 60 days 82 for me 82 yeah you'll be surprised when you do the yeah. numbers like wow. I went, oh, because we're not. It wasn't an argument. We had a conversation at home, um, <laughs> you know, about things, and yeah. uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm away well, a lot, you know. You've done and then some trips that I haven't, so I reckon, yeah, I'd be about probably 60, 65. I, I yeah. was quite blown away by that. Yeah. That's like that's for you. That's two months. It's nearly three yeah. months that I've been uh, away. It's yeah. and you got young kids too, so you're terrible. What a terrible dad you are, mate. The, and for the other <laughs> very young kids, for the other three, two you're thirds, more than make up for the for other it, though, two thirds of the year or three quarters of the year. Mate, I'm picking them up from school. Okay. Plenty of dads not doing my, that. My kids don't go. Only one of my kids go to school now. Oh, it's because you're old, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just started young, mate. I was a young, young Stephen. starter. Stephen, I got married. I was 23 mate, you're years old. You're allowed to be old, old, mate. You are allowed to be old. I was a child bride. 24, I was. 
Bride mate? Child group. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, be interested in your... How were you when you got married? That's a great question. I don't know. Really? Late, late, late 20s. Late 20s. Uh, 2000, 2004. <laughs> 2004, I would have been 28. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty young too for for the for the twenty first century. Because I keep telling you, you're old. That's pretty pretty young for the twenty first century. Well, my first I, child was when I, I was just, born two days after I turned thirty. Can I just just make a little bit of an announcement here? It's my twenty fifth wedding anniversary next Tuesday. That's how old you are, mate? The twenty first, my my darling bride, Joe. Twenty five years married next next Tuesday. And never 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 has there been a day you haven't been reminded that you are batting way above oh, your average. Absolutely, yeah, of course. But it's been, that's an achievement. I, I looked at some photos years. of my wife at our wedding and I went, I'm doing very yeah. well. <laughs> there was something in the punch that night, was there? Or? I don't know. Still punch, you, there's still Good. punch hey, there, don't you worry. They, they're lucky to have us, mate, I think. They're lucky to have us oh, as well. Absolutely. We ever want to get them in a room to find <laughs> out whether they, whether they agree on that, you know? It's funny how your wife has never met my wife, isn't it? Like... Well, you have us round one day, mate. Oh, yeah, well, you, you, and likewise, mate, and vice versa. Although we'd probably prefer to go on a holiday if, if we have to travel that far. You know, we'd probably prefer to go. <laughs> probably have to go to Hawaii, maybe be closer. But that's all good. No, we'd accept an invitation from the Longs to come around. But <laughs> yeah, 2018, we'll See make it happen, mate. We'll make it happen. Two blokes talking to you. If you want to read about the Netflix survey, go to techguide.com.au and EFTM. Dot com, Stephen, uh, the sharing economy. The sharing economy, well, is is booming. And what, what, by the sharing economy, we're talking about, of course, platforms like Uber, Airbnb, Stays, Airtasker. Can you name any more? There's many of these sharing economies door. where you, you know, customers and, and traders, so you turn your car into a, into a taxi, you turn your home into a hotel. This is the sharing economy, and it's massive. But... What do customers do? Where do they stand in terms of their rights if things don't go to plan? So if things don't go right, what is your recourse? Now, I don't think if you ask people this just off the top of their head, I reckon a lot of them would struggle to answer this. But the good news is that people using the sharing economy, as they would using regular services and stores, have the full protection of Australian consumer law so that you are protected as a consumer and as a trader, trader has protection as well, in the sharing economy as if you would be trading as, as a regular in a store or whatever. I'm going to need some understanding of how that affects us. I only ever think of Australian consumer law in the context of a warranty period. Yes. You know, so what other protections does Australian consumer well, law offer that applies to the sharing economy? So, um, I don't know, let's say car next door where you're, um, what, what are we just talking about the fact that the person has to deliver the car? I mean, what? Well, I don't it, know. So in the case of Uber, I reckon that the, this happens all the time and they have a very good way of dealing with it. You know, drivers sort of cancel on you on the last minute, but they still dock you five, five bucks out of your thing for the booking. I think that's dealt with every day, but that's only a very minor issue. But you may, there may be some incident where you've paid for something and didn't receive it, like maybe an Airbnb promised this and the, the description the recourse there. Well, the recourse is that you obviously need to contact that person directly and through the platform you have that connection. The other thing you can do, no, though... Like, if, if someone... I, I knew someone who was going to Melbourne a few weeks ago and their Airbnb cancelled, probably because they found out it was a busy weekend and they probably relisted at a higher amount. What's the recourse? Do you get guaranteed the spot? Because you, you're getting your money back's not enough. You've just lost yeah. the accommodation. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, it's obviously a case-by-case thing, but for, for people who... Wear, they think, well, how am I going to do this? Usually the platforms has... A, a, a part of the, of the platform has a complaints line, so you can go through. But the other thing, and this is important on the trader side, 
is you can leave an honest rating. You can leave a review. And I think that the, the traders would would value their rating because that would affect their business. If they get a low rating and a low review, that could affect future customers taking up their services. So okay. it's as important for them to protect their reputation as it is for a customer to make sure they get what they paid for. So from both sides of the argument, both sides of the sharing economy, I think it's in people's best interest to do the right thing. But in the cases where you don't, all the states and territories, fair trading departments have put out this education, these educational videos about where you stand, what you can do. You know, last resort is contacting the fair trading department in your state or territory. But there are all these other steps, which I outline on Tech Guide, that yes, you, you can, they do, will stand by you as if you would purchase your stuff through the regular channels. Good stuff. If you're involved in the share economy, either as someone who's sharing or um, taking advantage of the sharing, check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, you already know Arlo by Netgear, the worldwide leader in smart home security and the creator of the world's first 100% wire-free, weatherproof HD security camera. Now get to know the new Arlo Pro with even more features, including two-way audio that allows you to talk to your kids, pets, or whoever's at the front door right from your smartphone. Arlo Pro has quick charge, rechargeable batteries, night vision, live on-demand streaming, and yes, still 100% wire-free and weather proof so you can easily monitor your entire property inside and out arlo pro takes just a few minutes to set up so you can check in on your home or business from anywhere using the free arlo app on your phone tablet or computer know what's happening in real time with advanced motion detection and never miss a moment with free cloud recording for seven days visit arlo.com au for more info arlo and the new arlo pro by netgear every angle covered now Stephen, um love a good aussie mr sting mate Oh, mate, stop it. You sing one. No, no, do, 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 two blokes talking <laughs> that was to. the best. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wish I'd have kept the mic on you. Um, uh, love a good Aussie company. And it's, you know, it's hard to find um, Aussie brands. And obviously there's not a lot of Aussie manufacturing going on. We have to have to admit that. But there's a lot of good Aussie companies. And one that we've both been mucking around with um, is Audio Fly. Now, this is a Perth-based business. I, I interviewed them the other week on the radio. And young blokes... Uh, started out in kind of um, high-end audio with, you know, stage, um, you know, artists and musicians and things. And they kind of went, we're, we're pretty good at this. We know what we're doing. We should take this to the consumer level. And they've got a range of three different AudioFly headphones. Um, let's kick off with the with the cheapest of the bunch. 60 bucks. Uh, Bluetooth. Uh, ear-to-ear wired. I feel like that's the best name for yep. wireless headphones. Ear-to-ear wired. So Bluetooth ear-to-ear wired headphones. Yep. Um, for 60 bucks, that... I'm going to say a pretty darn good quality. If you can Absolutely walk in, right. so there's a there's a bunch of brands at that price. You go into JB, there's a Skull Candy, and there's a few. There's a lot of brands at that price. But here's the thing. These are Australian. It's an Australian company. Yeah. Um, they say we should always buy Australian too. Well, absolutely. Yeah. So remember, yeah, there's some manufacturing being done in China, but there's staff in Perth. Yeah. There's engineering and design being done yeah. there. Their taxes are being paid here. So Aussie not a, not a bad thing. So Aussie brand. They, look, these are these are a tough one for me because I've been reviewing so many high-end headphones. I could tell these weren't high-end. Yeah. But if you're comparing these to your basic out-of-the-box smartphone headphones that plug in, these are as good. Like, Absolutely. You know what I mean? And they're wireless and they're 60 bucks. Well, I, I said the first line of my review in this section was uh, that you read that price right, it's not a typo. And I also said that normally at that price it's something cheap and nasty. But the quality you're getting for this price is remarkable. Like, the, the just the base is really, really good on these things. Fifty nine ninety five. Even the design, the, 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 there's white with rose gold, black. Just that they look more expensive than fifty nine ninety five. So straight away, punching above their weight, sound quality I think would would be would equal a pair of earphones twice this price. 
But the other, like, there is, there is. So I've sort of set them out. Their, their models are sort of good, better, best. So the, obviously the fifty nine ninety five is your entry good. Your middle, which I thought's pretty powerful as well, the uh, the AF fifty six W. They're one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Now yeah. here you're stepping up to a larger driver, stainless steel buds. You're getting a braided uh, audio flex cord. They've also got their audio streaming technology, so you can actually hear the difference yeah. here. So you are hearing a bit more clarity, a bit more accurate bass. Yep. And, yeah. and they're at 100, 140 bucks. But I've got to say that good, better, best for hundred and ninety dollars. Their AF100Ws, Yes, um, I'm a little bit blown away by. Now, I've been a bit converted to the kind of in-ear, over-the-top loop. Um, I used the JBL Reflect Contours recently. Um, very good snug fit. They felt like they were kind of made to go go, go snug into my ear. Yeah. Um, but they also felt tightly in my ear, which was good and Secure, bad because yeah. cause they, they, they weren't coming out. out on a walk. But yeah. I, it felt like I could feel them there, right? Mm-hmm. The weird thing here is these things are like a plasticky look, but a very unique design for the in-ear part because it kind of comes memory foam. It kind of no, well that that part too. I always choose that memory foam when it's available, always because I like it better. But but the bit that comes out of your ear is this kind of weird shape that no others really are, and plus then it has rather than having a a hard kind of hook over your ear, it's really just the wire that that's trained to go over your ear. Over the ear design, I called it, but that's actually how the studio monitors are for the professional musicians that's what they use on stage yeah and yeah. mate these they are, are really beautiful nice. yeah, oh really my nice. god they're my new that, earphones i'm yeah. not suggesting i did i put my bose uh qc20s on which are wired yeah. and they're better yeah. they were they were 500 yeah. they're better but incremental like incrementally better these things for 190 bucks uh, yeah. blow your socks off headphones absolutely right now i i uh, in my review i said that they offer the value and the quality and at the price, even $190, people think, wow, it's expensive for earphones. But it's not when you get the quality you consider. In the, it's in the same ballpark as headphones that are costing $299 and $399. So, so my, my, only, my only negative about these is there's a, there's a kind of a control unit on both sides. One is just a battery, and the other side is where the, the, the buttons are. Yeah. And they sit in a spot. Now, with um, ear-to-ear wired headphones, they've often got that little, um, little clip that allows you to um, like pull up a tie, you know, when you pull up a tie, yeah, tie so that amazing. allows you to tighten it so it tightens around your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is with these ones, I don't know if you've got a big head, so it probably might have worked, but with these <laughs> ones... Big head, big brain, mate, they say. Oh, yeah, good on you. Oh, well, let's just leave that alone. When, when these, ones, I, oh, oh, mate, I, these ones, I couldn't get them to tighten all the way up because oh. those those two... Um, modules were, were in the way. I would have liked so them to be kind of kind of snug to the head. Too small. Could, and also that. because the two modules were there, it felt a bit uncomfortable sometimes if they if they didn't yeah. stay up behind your collar. That was the other thing I found. The only downside I found was those little modules. They felt a bit plasticky. They sort of ruined the design aesthetic of it. But mate, in the ear. Yeah, it felt like they weren't there. But the re- no, that, that's the the advantage. And and I think uh, Jaybird do a similar thing where the, the battery's in the controller. Mm. And so that way the drivers, the earbuds are smaller. But I just felt that they felt a little bit plasticky. They sort of did, they felt a bit clunky. And unless you wore them behind your head, they, they weighed them down too much. So you need to rest them on the back of your neck. they're made to be worn behind your head. Oh, yeah, they are. But the, 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 I, I was, I, they fit around my neck and I just tightened it a little bit. And I think I like a big R and a big L on the inside of them. So, you yes. know, you're easy to either pick them up and go which one goes yeah, in exactly where. exactly right. No, true. Well, with, with the over-the-ear ones, it's hard, hard to miss. You, they're only going one way. The others... No, but you, when you pick them up, you want to... Yeah, exactly right. No, exactly right. Very, very no. easy this way. Audio so, Audio Fly. Fly, they're a Perth-based company. Full review at uh, techguide.com.au and details at eftm.com. Also, great little Aussie company doing cool things with 
audio. Can I do this to the sting for this one? My head exploding, not a bloody X-wing. Shut up and get on with it. I'm we're having talking, a nap. We're talking Star Wars drones, and you're I, talking I, uh, Star there, Wars. There was, there was a, uh, a limited edition offer, and they've probably long gone by the time you even hear this. Okay, but I'm just going to tell you, they offered 1,977 drones. You know why they did that? I'll buy it. Why one nine? That was the year the first Star Wars movie came out in 1977. Oh, so a very good year though. The, the year before Jedi, was much, much better. The Last Jedi comes you know out in less than a month because you were born. Great. <laughs> Hang on, are you finished now? So, The Last Jedi comes out in less than a month, Trevor. Are you excited? Less than a month. The comes out on my Jedi. birthday. Is that right? December the 14th is your birthday. Do you want me to shout your trip to the movies or your birthday? Uh, I, me, what I'd appreciate is a gift. What's that? A card, that says, a card that says you don't have to come to this bloody movie. Okay, right. I'll remember that. All right. Well, anyway, for the rest of us humans, uh, last the last Jedi out in out in less than a month, and to celebrate, Propel, which is the company behind these drones, have released these limited editions, which are long gone. Don't worry, you can get the regular edition, same drone, just different packaging. They had only in three per store so they had one of each so they had a, they had the x-wing they had the tie fighter and the speeder bike i've got all three by the way bought them in america and one today i bought went, went to jb to get the one i didn't have the speeder bike and with the limited edition you open up the box it starts playing the star wars music the the drone is actually in a in a, uh, a light box so you, you don't have to show me really well. i don't care that much so it, is, it, it looks great sounds great and if you're a fan you, it's just an orgasmic thing to buy okay so oh. all sold all sold out they had them at jb hi-fi harvey you may be lucky there may be some floating around but they, they were numbered limited edition 1977 of them uh, but next Tuesday the 21st is when the new uh, the, the, the regular packaging same drone regular packaging but these drones they have the propellers on the base of the drone so they don't actually they, they, the, the vehicles don't actually look like a drone they are, they're also clear propellers so when they're spinning you can't even see them so the TIE fighter and the X-wing and the speed bike look like they do in the movie and but these have a new technology called LIFI, not Wi-Fi. It's L-I-F-I, which transmits information 100 times faster than Wi-Fi. Patented technology. So these drones communicate really quickly between the controller, which also makes sounds and music from the film as well while you're fighting them, flying them. But they're battle drones. So if you've got a bunch of mates who who've got these drones, you can play a game of aerial laser tag, and and if you get hit three times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, pew, pew, pew. So if you get hit three times, you, your your drone will then circle to the ground and land. So they are sort of battle drones, and there's lessons on dogfighting in the in the uh, manual as well. So uh, if anyone wants to have a fly, I've got three of them. We can uh, we can go to war. The Star Wars drones they're going to cost one ninety nine. They they're going to be released November twenty one. The spe- the limited editions were one nine nine two, which was a bargain in the US. They would have normally cost two nine nine, but they would have been snapped up long ago. But you can get the regular versions next week. There you go. Um, wake up, everyone. We're finished talking <laughs> Star Wars. Two blokes talking tech now. Stephen, um, the battle for the skies is quite intense with the Wi Fi. Um, I was trying to just you know whatever. We're talking about that, mate. Are you, are you across I'm just it? trying to see your... your how are you gonna, Jesus, mate. Just follow here? the bouncing okay, ball, yeah, mate. Ball. Virgin and Qantas working very hard to win our hearts on in the skies with Wi-Fi. Thanks, all mate. All it says on the list is cricket. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Now, uh, Qantas have now 15 planes equipped with Wi-Fi. Um, and this summer, they've done a deal with Cricket You've Australia. all 15 of them, haven't you? I've tried. Um, this, 
It's one of those things. I'm flying on Monday. I really hope there's a it's it's enabled. Not for any other reasons that I just want to be on it. Um, anyway, this summer you can stream the cricket while you're in the air. So at 30,000 feet, you never miss a minute of all the Ashes, Women's Ashes, uh, 2020, Women's 2020, um, and the One Day Internationals and and the, the KFC Big Bash. So there's a whole bunch of international events cricket. that are going to be uh, streamed live. Plus, on the Qantas in-flight, they've also incorporated a bunch of cricket content in there. So Qantas have got, you know, it's a partnership with the, the team now. They've got the logo on there. Yeah. So I think it's, it's a good... A- test match in the air. Exactly. Well, hope, will they do that for the footy? No. Wouldn't that be great? You know, really, you watch a game while you're flying. <clears throat> Just, mate, if you're that desperate, don't fly at that time. Well, sometimes you have no choice. Anyway, it's a small thing if you're a cricket That's fan. So it's Qantas, pretty cool. Qantas being a sponsor of the team, the test team. The they've Australian, done, Australian they've done the deal, yeah. They've done a nice deal there. So yeah. 15 Qantas planes with Wi-Fi. So it's 15 now. Remember, they've yeah. said they're, they're, they're growing the number of Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be 80 by the end of 2018. So they're, okay. they're basically doing a couple of weeks, essentially. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and, they're, and they're the quality's rolling. good. They're pretty good, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, are... it's pretty good. It's enough to stream a, a show. Okay. And it's techno- technologically watch, made so that it's got a multi Yeah. Is it fast enough? Netflix and Sand are all allowed on. So you don't have to download to your device. You can just stream it straight through the plane's Wi-Fi. Correct. Wow. No more going to the public bathrooms then, eh, mate? You well, what about airplane bathrooms? Air- well, I reckon... I, I, you know what? I've got to say, I have watched content in an airplane bathroom. I have done that. So uh, the, technically, I have watched Netflix in a public bathroom. As Jerry Seinfeld says, it's like your own little apartment yeah, up in yeah. there, isn't it? You, know? you close it all, a little surprise party. The lights come on, it's like having a surprise party each time. <laughs> right? Two blokes talking tech. Details of the streaming at eftm.com.au. Stephen, um, minute reviews. Um, I couldn't tell you what that says, but I think it's a back. I think it's a backup device <laughs> for your uh, for your smartphone as it well is, as extra yeah. storage. It's the Sandisk iExpand Base. Now this is a handy little device that does two things: charges your phone, your iPhone, and backs up your phone. Now it backs up your photos, videos, and contacts. So every night when you put it by your bedside or, or by your desk, wherever you want to do it, you it's connected to power. It's also connected to your device using a lightning cable. Uh, you download the iExpand Base app to your phone granted permission to look at your your camera roll and your contacts and then boom it backs up everything to a memory card that's in the back of the product so you can buy a 32 gig version 128 uh, 64 gig 256 so depending you on to change that memory card? on the site well if you already own a 256 gig memory card you can just buy the 32 which is only 89.95 and just stick the 256 gig in it so there, there is flexibility there, but if you don't have a 256 guard, you can buy it with the base. So there's all pricing on the bottom of my story there, but uh, it's really handy, works really fast as well, and only backs up the new files. So it's smart enough to know, okay, uh, the first time you do it, obviously it's going to back everything up because it's never done it before. Then every day when you connect it, it'll say, okay, there's 10 new photos here, I'll back those up, 10 new contacts, one, one new video, boom, and it's all backed up. And then if you get a new phone, you simply put that app on your new device and then can populate it then from the memory card rather than having to go from the cloud. I don't know. Android version? Uh, there's not. It only works with iPhone. But it only backs up, as I said, photos, contacts, and videos. So if you do a normal backup to iTunes on your computer, you're going to get everything backed up, your photos, your apps, your settings, your, everything's going to be backed up. This is only going to do the essentials. You, you, it's kind of good for peace of mind, lose, though. Yes, absolutely. If you, if you go out and, and, and lose your phone and haven't had a backup. You know, 85% of people don't back up their smartphones considering, that's an alarming number considering that our phone is our camera and our memory keeper nowadays. But this gives you that peace of mind to know that in that SD card are all of your photos, videos, so that you, won't, you can't, even if you do lose your phone, at least you've still got those memories. Very good. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Now, Stephen, I, um, I've been mucking around with that Foxtel Now box. I, um, 
Oh, to be honest, cop a bit of grief for this. It's, it's like always. There's always narcs in the world that think we're we're paid to review these things and say nice things. But mate, honestly, this box is perfect for a particular market. And that particular market is people that want to watch these new Foxtel streamed channels or don't want to have. Um, the expense of their current Foxtel or want to have Foxtel for the first time and don't want to spend all the money but don't want to watch it on their mobile phone also don't want to understand how a Chromecast works and yeah. watch it on their big screen TV it's 99 bucks mate you plug it in you put in your Foxtel account um, you, you put in your Wi-Fi password or you plug it in Ethernet and boom the menu's there it's, it's like an IQ3 menu so live record oh, it's, yeah. it's all kind of it looks the same it's got an antenna you, you tune your TV channels and then when you're watching live TV it's just like watching live TV you flick through the channels Channel 9 and Channel 7 and Channel 10 are all in the in the mix yep. like they are on the standard Foxtel. And the thing for me is, I, I love my Chromecast, I love my smartphone, my tablet, but it's actually just easy just to get the remote and go on yeah. and I go that, live. I think that's the key part of it, I reckon, is the remote. Oh, yeah. Like before, using Foxtel, like my wife uses Foxtel now with a Chromecast on our TV, and I had to show her, okay, look for this one, and living room, okay, boom, cast to that. And, and I said to her, well, then the, the app then becomes the remote. And then I showed her the Foxtel Now box, and I said, and she said, "Well, what's the difference?" I said, "Well, you got a remote for a start. You can watch free to air as well through it. So it's just it's just that convenience for people who just want something a plug and play solution." You know, it's an Android TV box. It's got stand built in. Um, you actually still got to download it, but the icons there. Yeah. You can download. I download VLC. You can download a bunch of apps, but you can't just download Netflix, even though it's an Android app. So the apps, so apps like Netflix, are protective of where their apps are allowed to go. So when they when they submit to the App Store, the Google Play Store, they say any smartphone, but on Android TV only these devices. So they restrict their app. So, so you can't, no, so you can't download it. No, but your smart TV's probably got Netflix on it anyway. Yeah, but if you got a smart TV, you're probably not going to bother with bloody Foxtel exactly Now, box. right? Because how many smart, but how many smart TVs got Foxtel Now? Well, none at the moment, but they will. You know, I think year. they'll come. Yeah. Yeah, just like Amazon Prime is on them as well. Correct. Do you so, watch Amazon Prime? I, you know, I was, doing, I was doing my accounts today, and I went, why am I playing for Amazon? I went, oh, it's that bloody Prime. It's that whole thing of people, you get sucked into paying it. Five it. bucks a month? Yeah, five bucks a month. Don't but you watch the Grand Tour, though? Isn't it's finished, time? mate. It was only on for two months. Okay, but it's It starts Prime. again in a month, yeah. Okay, so you get The out. only reason to watch Amazon is right, Grand okay. Tour. Right on. And so Foxtel Now Box, you, uh, you rate it? Love it. Yeah, no, I thought it was really good. It's not for everyone. It's not for people who are nerdy enough to work out how to use a Chromecast. Yeah. But for your mums, dads and grandparents, I reckon it's a cracker box yeah. for people that want to save money on Foxtel or get Foxtel for the first and, time. And Remember this, 99 bucks and then $39 a month. You've got the AFL, NRL and V8 yeah. supercars and whatever on your big screen live. Absolutely. And and the quality's excellent. HD. It's HD. 720 HD. 720. But I've got to be honest, mate, HD. it looks great. Yeah. If you're that worried about it, you're going to have to pay your 100 bucks and get your HD box and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I think down the track, well, I think we said this last week, this this is the future of Foxtel. We're going to, the writing's on the wall, and this is a great entry point for people who want to experience streaming without having to pay the earth. 100%. Two blokes talking tech, Stephen. Um, nice shoes, by the way, mate. What's doing with those? Um, we should do this again next week, except I'm going to be away, and so we'll have Friday. to do it on Friday afternoon or evening, mate. Okay, sure. You'll be right with that? I'll be around. Okay, mate, Just thanks. See for... if I can fit you into my calendar. You can. You got nothing on. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech, we appreciate your feedback. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag on Twitter. Send us a voice bite if you want. Uh, download Please. the voice bite app. Uh, Share congrats. it to Twitter too. Share it to Twitter. So hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Click on the Twitter button, put in your credentials, and uh, yeah, 15 second recording. And you can re record if you want. If you don't get it right the first time, not like us, we get it right the first time. Well, Trevor, I do. Trevor normally takes a couple of goes. No, mine, mine just takes yeah. really quick. Boom. Doesn't, doesn't take me long at all. Boom, yeah. So now record your voice, voice bite. So your voice will still will be heard. So we'll, we'll be more than two blokes talking tech. Or, I didn't say we play them here. Okay. I just said you can talk to us. You can tell us what's happening. So give us feedback. So this is not to, to, to you know what? I'm prepared to play. 
play them at the end of the show. Yeah. Okay. What do what you think about yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it. All let's right. do it. All right. Well, mate. Let's let's say that. If feedback. If feedback. We're happy to play feedback. Yeah. At the end of the show, at the same time that we read the reviews on. How's this for an idea? Can I make a live idea? Yeah. You know how we do our minute reviews at the end. Yeah. Why don't our listeners who have the products that they've probably bought on our recommendations yeah. Yeah. give us their fifteen second review? Fifteen second real world review. Yes. Tell us what. Tell just just say. G'day. So here's. Let's give them the template. G'day, G'day boys. Narky Trevor Mc, here. Narky <laughs> here. G'day boys. Trevor here. Got the fox in our box. Don't don't disagree with you, mate. It works really well, but this is crap, you know. And yeah. if you can tell us what you love and you hate about it in 15 seconds, Absolutely. it'll make for a great review. Yeah, totally right. Great great plan. All right. Two blokes talking tech. Download VoiceBot. Ziggy Zaggy the hashtag, and make sure you share it on Twitter. And if you can mention us in there, it'll make it easy to find. But uh, yeah, it'd be great to hear from you folks. And uh, we'll be back next week for episode 324. Thanks to Hisense and Netgear. Ciao. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.